Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say a thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. And we're back together. Yeah. Again. Back. I kind of had like a Cajun thing. What a time to be alive. Like it was not. I was too. You had a couple. Yeah. Got a lot over my skis. You though. were you were a little bit like an auctioneer. Well, I was trying. I was trying to like. I couldn't tell if something changed with the monitors, and I, I yeah. was not hearing the same way. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. So it, it it has an energy of like you were like like you were on ready to do it all week, and then it came a second too early. <laughs> you were like, oh uh, shit. Well, and I'd already done it once. You True. do you do practice though every week, right? Like in the mirror when you wake up, you yeah. say the intro, and then you when do the done, plugs before you go to bed. When you're done saying your, your daily Candyman's, your daily Candyman <laughs> affirmations into yeah. the mirror, yeah, calling. Yeah, I only say it four times. How long? How long do you wait between? Like, if you say Candyman four times and then like the next day say it a fifth time, does that count as That's five times? That's a good times? question. Yeah, like, what is, is it the, cumulative? What's or? the statute of limitations? It's on like that? it's like double clicking on a computer. You can set it. There's like a slider <laughs> for your Candyman mm. like okay. frequency. Yeah, you know, in case you're like a slow talker, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it didn't take. You didn't. <laughs> you waited Christopher long. Walken just unable to call Candyman because he keeps <laughs> pausing too long in between Candyman's. <laughs> yep, him and William Shatner just. Pulling Candy, their hair out. Yeah, Candyman on the other side of the mirror. Like, is that yeah. is that five? Is that all part of the same? William Shatner <laughs> supposed to go through. Or? William Shatner's not pulling his hair out. That stuff's expensive. Doesn't <laughs> he have plugs? <laughs> good, he's not. Good roast to that not guy. Not coming back. <laughs> is he dead? William Shatner? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Is no, he? he's not. He's like no. in his nineties. If he was, would his Twitter account that he definitely doesn't run keep posting? <laughs> yes, it would. Yeah. Iron Cheek style. <laughs> One of my, one of the editors at College Humor is like obsessed with William Shatner's Twitter account because it like tweeted about like Twilight fanfic and stuff. Like it was just clearly someone kind of going rogue. There were, it's like some, like complaining about SJWs and stuff. It's like this is uh, not an old man. But come on, like what? Like, <laughs> complaining about SJWs is a super old man account. I think n- not not ninety year old man. Yeah, he's ninety. He's yeah, I man. think around that, if not over. He that. is very old. Wow. <laughs> Star Trek, long time ago. Time marches on. Do you think like all the Star Trek people that have become viral internet people all have the same social management company? <laughs> like, is George Takei and William Shatner, are they the same? But it's like, they're both, they're trying to, like, cover the whole political uh, spectrum. So, like, Shatner is tweeting about SJWs and George Takei is tweeting about, like, you know. Fucking loving science. Fucking loving science, yeah. I think tech, George Takei definitely has a team. William yeah. Shatner... It's exceedingly clear it is a guy. Just some guy. Yeah. Because it's like, there's no, there's clearly no review process, like, <laughs> at all. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I do know from, I don't know who runs the George Takai Twitter account, but from what I know about uh, the rest of this horrible industry we work in, whoever it is has, like, multiple houses because of it. Like, that will, like, completely that you're like generationally that, wealthy from that shit that or you get paid absolutely nothing and you're part-time no way <laughs> that now is like a full-time job that is well paid like this idea that like social media interns are doing any of this stuff is like no longer true i don't think there's a good brand account that i see in 
uh, in the sponsored because like I, I've like turned off the personalized ads and stuff, so mm. you just get like these weird ads that are like for what you know. Yeah, and it's just like I, I forget the name of the company, which is not a good sign of how their ads work. But it's just like the concept of glass bottles. That's like what they. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's just like a picture of like guys cheersing or whatever, and it's like tastes better out of glass or you know nothing like glass, and it's yeah. like you know what, like all right, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. That's like I, I like was, it. I was always confused about those ads for cotton forever. Where I was just like. Yeah. What's the end game here? The, the cotton, cotton industry. They have a lobby and they pay for advertising. Yeah. And they know, have a cool jingle. Are you are is someone passing up polyester blends because they saw a cotton ad? I think That's, so. I think so. Just is, angrily like setting up like a uh picket line outside of your favorite uh clothing producers like we want more cotton. Like change it, change the composition <laughs> yeah. of your uh, of your clothes. Switch it up. I saw a lady in a field. It, is a, lady, it is a lady in a field. Or like beef, just like beef. It's what's for dinner. Just like yeah, oh, yeah. Meat. There are lots of meat ones. Yeah. No chicken. Just I guess just beef and pork. Well, like I mean, like certain. Like I remember there were a lot of Purdue ads when I was growing up, and that's like a particular chicken uh, maker. I guess oh, yeah. would be the word. A chicken maker. Uh, they make the chicken. A chicken brand. Yeah. But yeah, like the <laughs> like the chicken industry. I don't. The poultry industry. Yeah. I don't think has ads. I guess we are closer than ever to actually considering it making a chicken. Like, it they're is. getting pretty close. <laughs> like, they are creating those chickens. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've triggered it. <laughs> we said chicken the correct number of times to trigger that sound. Chicken bite. man. Chicken man. <laughs> that's, that's, you gotta be careful because if you're uh, uh, near Philly, your house blows up if you yeah. say chicken man five times. Yeah. Hour. It's very scary. Is there like a terrorist called the Chicken Man? Am I unaware? It's just it's a, a reference to Atlantic City. It's a Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen song. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Chicken Man. <laughs> they blew him up. They blew him up last night. And his house. And his house, too. It's messed up. Really weird grammar in that line. Yep. They blew up the Chicken Man in Philly last night, and they blew up his house, too. It makes it sound like there are two separate explosions. Yeah. I like, don't think that's what he means. Like, he was in his car, and they also blew up his house. Right. Yeah. Just to add insult to injury. Just this, it's like, the, it's like the, the Joker sequence in Dark Knight, where he takes out all the different people, but it's just the Chicken Man in his car, and, <laughs> and then, then his, his house. house. Yep. Chicken Man was part of the Suicide Squad. That's what happens. He tried to run away, and his his, uh, his neck bomb blew, blew up. up. Yeah. I like the idea of the Chicken Man being in the Suicide Squad, and it's just some like fat Philly it's monster. A guy, yeah. And like he got he got recruited because they thought he was like a superhero because yeah. of his name. Yeah. It's like he's just some the newest member of the Suicide Squad. The Noid is in it now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, the Noid. I haven't seen those movies, but I'm just imagining that like part in the trailer the Noid for movies? the movies. You haven't seen the Noid. <laughs> the, Noid seen the, Noids. the very popular Noid franchise. Cinematic universe. Good, good. There's a good Noid video game, or there's uh, I'll just say there is a, a Noid video yeah, game. Yeah, like it's it's probably not good. It's like a platform. No, it's a platform game. Nothing can touch the like shameless brand tie-in. Uh, cool spot. The Seven Up, a guy with the sunglasses cool on, is it actually good? Was good. Game? Yes, it's incredibly hard. good. Yes, but like this is bizarre. This is good. This has no business being good. We we tried to play Cool Spot as adults for like a college humor thing on Twitch, and me and another adult man, I don't think we got past like the first level. We're just yeah. dying in a promoted Seven Up game for their little surfing dot on the beach over and over with the yeah. like the so like a giant soda can and like hermit crabs attacking Shit was you hard and stuff. Those fun. hermit crabs are fucking us yeah. up. Anyway, oh, so man, the, the Noid I, and Suicide Squad. The Noid and Suicide Squad, yes. Yeah. I was going to say the in the trailer where they're all strapped into the plane, you know? Yeah. 
I'm just imagining it like pans over and it's the chicken man slash the Noid, just like in one of those flights. Just a guy breathing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> and the Noid is like too, like he's like, they can't strap him down. So he's like bouncing around because yeah. that's like, he's like crazy. Right. <laughs> chicken man with the power of vertigo. He just hates being in the air. <laughs> he just keeps asking whether they're going to like do a fucking Kino like numbers racket <laughs> scheme. <laughs> like that's the only thing he knows how to yeah. do yeah he keeps asking the suicide squad if anybody else is hungry he's like i mean we'll eat we could eat soon probably yeah, right? he's, just, yeah. he's just got a sleeve of soterio like super sad it's like where did that even come from he's really yeah he's really not used to working in a posse that isn't just constantly eating prosciutto sandwiches he's like very confused <laughs> they give him the the titular line where he's like what is this some kind of suicide squad yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> it's a james gunn uh you know, or whoever they get to direct it, call us. We got some good ideas. Here. We have yeah. some really good ideas. Adding the chicken man and the noid, <laughs> removing everyone else from the Suicide Squad. It's a new property. Yeah, the chicken noid man is the, the main noid. guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good idea. They, they blackmail the noid into like his daughter, like not going to juvie or something. Yeah. I forget yeah. what the angle is, but it's like yeah, the noid's daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you meant in real life they blackmail the noid and it. Then it just made me think of like the Noid is doing all the, doing this movie because he lost all his money to like Bernie Madoff. Yeah. And he like he has to <laughs> repay his debts. So he's like, all right, I'll come back for one more job. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he, he, he was forced off the scene after that whole thing where the guy took like hostages and <laughs> right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Because he thought the noise was an attack on him. He and could then, not avoid the noid. Right, his, yeah. With his name being last name being Noid, there was simply no way. Kenneth to avoid. Noid, I believe. <laughs> and sucks. now the noid is back, which kinda is cool because it gives us a timeline of like how long a hostage situation is bad PR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because now they're like, uh, we think we're gonna bring back the noid. He's back. Like, and he's back in like Temple Run, the iOS video <laughs> game. <laughs> we love Temple Run, don't we, folks? That- subway surfers, the surf in the subways. Just play it <laughs> I think Temple Run was one of the games that was on my like third grade classroom computer. If I remember, am I fi- if I'm thinking no, of the right no, game. no, it's I a, think it's I a, know what you're em- thinking of. Yeah, there's a temple game. It's a te- you run through a temple, yeah. and it's like an eight bit video game that was on a third grade computer Pitfall? in 1997. I don't think so. I know, I know, I know what one you're of talking them, about, and someone's going to tweet at us. It it's like Maze Runner or something, but it's not Maze Runner. It's the Maze a, Runner is a classic series of films <laughs> that somehow kept getting made that no one saw. It's like the Nurse Patty, Jackie of, of film franchises. I think Patty you're putting like on a ninja. half moon reading glasses to read young adult fiction, <laughs> cracking open the Maze Runner. Um, you, guys no, read the, you guys see the Scorch Trials? <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard about these things? You guys hear about Divergent? Um... <laughs> Temple Run's one the of those death like cure? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Temple Run's one of those death cure. <laughs> Temple Run's one of those phone games where it's just a guy running down three lanes forever, and then there's like nice hurdles. Nice. And there's like fourteen different types of it, just depending on what like aesthetic you would prefer. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like they turned Crash Bandicoot into like a just like it Whoa. made it more simple. And uh, but yeah, that's so the noise. The noise was definitely in a video game on you know the phone. What? I forget which one. I'll say it. <laughs> Let's toss Crash on the Suicide Squad. Get Somebody else is out. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the Noid, the Chicken Man, and Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I'd the, absolutely watch he that. Gets the, he gets that. Yeah, the big thing is he gets the Aku Aku mask. <laughs> yeah, and then he's unstoppable. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. We he's, got who's the villain in this version of Suicide Squad? Uh, let's do like Doctor Wily. Sephiroth. So they can, they can fight all the. <laughs> <laughs> Sephiroth. I was gonna say they can fight all the bad Mega Man guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, oh no, it's Crash Man. I feel like at this point we're kind of reverse engineering Kingdom Hearts from what I yeah, know. Yeah, or we're it. just doing Ready Player One. Take your pick. Yeah. Both of them. What if the Iron Giant was running around? That would be pretty sick. That also yeah. just reminded me we were recording this on 9 11 and it made me think of the Kingdom Hearts 9 11 bit we oh, did boy. ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not appropriate to repeat. But if you'd like to hear it, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Sometime in the past. I remember. The studio we were in when we were recording it, but I don't remember when it was. Yeah, it was at least like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, what, 9-11? Yeah, at least a year and <laughs> that, a half that's ago. That's gotta Max. be like... I know it was before COVID. I know that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't um, make sense. But yeah, we do a bonus episode every week. Uh, this week we will be discussing... Um, the duck, the Australian duck that says "you bloody fool," that allegedly so, says "you bloody allegedly." Fool. We're we'll gonna be the hear judge it. of that. <laughs> we'll That's a long be the sentence. judge of that. Most human babies couldn't say that, so I have some misgivings. We Most some human doubts. babies, some human babies, <laughs> oh, g- baby geniuses could. Baby geniuses are babies that would immediately end up on uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Along with dads getting like. You know, a couple days laid up injured, but yeah. it's funny to see. But they can never unseat the absolute like king of baby on America's Funniest Home Videos, which is the classic baby who farts a bunch of baby powder out of his butt. Don't know if I've seen that one. Sounds pretty you good. You haven't seen that one? Sounds pretty good. It's Honor. pretty much what I... The maze is one thing, but you kids want to last one day. <laughs> this is the, the maze runner. runner. <laughs> I'm Dwayne Wade, and this is the maze runner. <laughs> Um, I'm John yeah. Knoxville. This is the Scorch Trials. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Some kind of divergent? <laughs> That's a different one. That I know. Is a different one. But it's also bad. <laughs> well, that was just look. They just they got them all in. They had you know. It's like look. People love this YA shit. We got it. We got to find yeah. a bunch of yeah. similar looking actors, uh-huh. and, but and then just get, and try to smash them together. Like Twilight style, and just get it done. I liked. I really liked the the what was it third Hunger Games movie where they did the like episode one Star Wars thing where they were like it's about uh, government, but then it was a much less complicated government. So it was just like Julianne Moore sitting in a room for like two and a half hours. It was quite long. Let's do numbers. All right. <laughs> Number five. I'm sorry, I have I have not seen any Hunger Games movies, and I don't read young adult novels. And it's been 15 minutes. I apologize. That's all right. <laughs> Eli is slowly folding up a sheet that he had. Of <laughs> Hunger Games <laughs> reviews Rips. of all they the were Hunger very Games. Popular Got movies. I know. Got him. Uh, okay, so number five comes to us from a uh, NC Hammer three two six in the Discord. Um, this is just confirmation. This is a story from the Smithsonian Magazine. Um, let's do the headline. Polar bears take down walruses by hurling rocks and ice. Now, that's not like a, the coverage of an event. That's a discussion of a phenomenon. It's not like there was like uh, some kind of like rumble that happened um, and they were just covering what happened. But apparently, like, you know, <laughs> century, a couple centuries ago, uh, this guy, Charles Francis Hill, wrote, wrote this book, uh, Arctic Researches and Life Among the Eskimo. Um, Eskimo is spelled old-timey, E-S-Q-U-I-M-A-U-X, just really Ooh, taking it back. Interesting. And these are, of course, By the way, not uh, not a word we use anymore. No, but just from the, <laughs> I'm reading the title. I know, just okay. saying it to, for our listeners. Do not cancel me, it's the Inuit <laughs> people. Um, and so, you know, there was, back in those days, in Civil War time, there, uh, first of all, there's an amazing illustration here that I just want to show everyone. <laughs> oh, sick. Of just, oh, hell yeah. uh, just a, a bear on a, high on a ledge, 
and a walrus looking the other direction, just kind of sitting <laughs> on like a rock near the wall. And there's just a huge rock yeah. that's mid-flight. That's the polar to... bear is also like on its hind legs with its arm arms out. Not just like he threw it, but like he heaved it. Right. Yeah. He heaved this boulder. I mean, this boulder is like the size of like a, I don't know, like a, like a, like a, easy chair it's like a huge it like is a walrus size yeah for sure this, this is just such a disadvantageous engagement for the the walrus down is the walrus you said yeah he's down oh, yeah. yeah like i mean the bear's got the high ground the walrus is just going to get peppered with this is this is <laughs> i don't know i don't know if peppered's the right word it's i think it's big uh, peppers just but, <laughs> spicy peppers smeared on the rocks uh so yeah so this was you know uh this guy was an arctic explorer and he published in i guess inuit like I don't want to say lore, but like an account of polar bear attacking a walrus of the rock on ba- a rock on Baffin Island, and he included an engraving. And uh, he says here uh, in the book, the bear mounts the cliff, throws down upon the animal's head a large rock, calculating the distance in the curve with astonishing accuracy, and thus crushing the thick bulletproof skull. So, bulletproof. Yeah, it's weird to describe a walrus's skull at bulletproof and and really like. Says a lot about what your experiences are as yeah. a person. <laughs> Maybe you. It sounds like you have old shitty guns. Because that's I, how I, I feel think like about I could most definitely things. shoot a walrus in there. Well, now, yeah, if you have like a hollow point or something. But also, like it's <laughs> yeah. been tried a lot of times by yeah. that description. Look, I mean, back in the old days, that's one of like the three characteristics you knew about most things. Is this bulletproof? <laughs> yeah. or Can't not. shoot it. <laughs> right. Yeah. If walruses remained bulletproof, they would be the army would be dissecting them, like being like. <laughs> Key stat. Yeah, we'd have we'd have like special ops wearing walrus skulls. Like it's like <laughs> when they tried to do that thing with dolphins. Remember Which they like one? they like tried to use dolphins for like military purposes. At some oh, point. the echolocation and stuff. I I can't remember exactly what it was, but it would be amazing to also do that to walruses. That would just add them to the fleet. You know what I mean? Yeah, just have the people looking like Conan the Barbarian. Just like being like, turns out all these animals are, you know. I think they maybe like trained dolphins to like check for mines or something. I don't know. Ooh, sea mines. Sea mines. Like blow up, blow up mines in the ocean. I don't know. I'm making this up. (laughs) (laughs) They train dolphins to take out mines by going directly. Yeah, that's a key. That's one way to handle it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So, so. He put this in, and people just kind of dismissed it as like a myth, you know, like uh, this is like a, a legend that they have, you it's know, made up right. north. It's a total fabrication. <laughs> yes, it never happened. That's white people to the Inuits about this story. <laughs> Not this time. You're uh, crazy. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, you are so crazy. What That's they what use? they said. What are they the use? Magic? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, so that animal I just discovered. <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, you guys who live up here and like literally are able to survive by like navigating all these insane animals and the this environment that clearly does not want you yeah. to be alive in it. Yeah. <laughs> Over hunting bison? That could never happen, you stupid idiots. Fuck <laughs> off. There's like a hundred billion of them. Uh so you know, people so people did not take it seriously, and apparently, um a, a biologist at uh Alberta Edmonton um, he reviewed Inuit accounts over the past 200 years and they published a new study that while rare, these attacks likely do occur. So uh, this is not just folklore. This is polar bears being smart enough to occasionally use tools, including yeah, a scary. big old rock from on top of a cliff. So um, shout out to polar bears. Um, they use 
Yeah, rocks and chunks of ice to throw at the heads of unsuspecting walruses. <laughs> Damn. Um, and yeah, they're otherwise pretty tough to take down. And uh, you know. artillery. I I like this because I feel like a lot of times when stuff like this happens, it's because the animal is like, it's using its brain to like overcome weaknesses. You know, like it's like, well, it's not very strong, but it's smart and it can figure out how to use tools defensively or something. But this is like an apex predator. It does yeah. not need to know how to do this, and it just does it because it can. <laughs> like yeah, it's so, not. So we, I want to. I feel like there's shots like that in movies. I want that where like. You know, uh, uh, Liam Neeson like barely gets away from a polar bear and he's like breathing heavily at the bottom of a barely. thing. And then the bear just like, you see the bear just come up to the edge holding a huge rock. And he's just like, of, oh, fuck. Of mice and men style. Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, the takeaway from that is that uh, Liam Neeson survived the end of the gray and is now has to take on bears. After yeah. That. yeah. Yeah, that's the sequel. Yeah. It's going to work said. his way up the food chain. Another plane crashes. Like, <laughs> Christ's sake. As you said, it's tough to live up there. For Sometimes yeah. it's wolves, sometimes it's bears. There's a lot going on. So, uh, see, I guess um, they did a study uh, in Japan, in a Japanese zoo. Five-year-old male polar bear used sticks as well as throwing a large tire to knock down meals placed on inaccessible perches. Nice. So smart enough to see, like, I can't get that. How do I get that? Looking around and then throwing stuff to knock it down. The word mm. meals makes me think it's like a like little like tuna fish sandwich or yeah. something with like chips. Just in a little bag. It's a little pret. Yeah. It's from Pret. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little pret. It's, it's the the, pot, the, the meal, meal pod. pod the yeah. egg. The hard, <laughs> single hard boiled egg. Pepper, squash, yeah. and cucumbers. No one would ever throw a rock to get to the meal pod. The spit, raw spinach and yeah. a hard boiled egg. What is that spinach? <laughs> A polar bear. That's the kind of thing where um, we were talking about a while ago about how octopuses are really smart and they'll like refuse food and like stuff it down the drain in front of uh, their feeder if they don't like it. Yeah, they're like, terrifying. That's me buying a getting a meal pod, making <laughs> eye contact with the person who gave it to me and throwing it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> right after you bought it? And I bought like- it, yeah. Did you win this? I don't really know. I'm like, it's about the principle. <laughs> yeah. How dare you call You're this a meal? telling me shrimp fried this rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, and then they also got apparently video from like some kind of polar bear collar cam of polar bears throwing ice Did a seals. polar bear take this fucking video? <laughs> yeah. This is so... This, this is like... <laughs> polar bear GoPro. This looks exactly like when dads who go skiing strap a GoPro he's, to themselves. Like this guy's throwing ice at these seals that are in the water. Like he is. It's so it's there. You go. There's, there's also. Did you see him licking his lips? That was cool. Yeah. His weird black tongue. So that's pretty clear evidence that they uh, understand uh, and they have like 3D kind of thinking about these things. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty scary. So that's thanks for showing us that walrus snuff film. That was cool. <laughs> well, that was just seals, and I don't think that was. I don't think that was snuff. That's not. Yeah. Like no. That. He this was is, fine. Patty got this off uh, the Tor browser. This is from the dark web. <laughs> it's from the dark web. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rotten.com is back, mm-hmm. and it's mostly polar bear. He's in a wh- he's in a white room, which is the online where you watch uh, polar bears kill things. Yeah, uh, but so yeah, this is a uh, you know the Inuit were right. Um, everyone else was dumb for uh, thinking it was just like you know mystical folklore or whatever. And uh, polar bears are even scarier. I mean, cooler, but also scarier. That's my takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Wild stuff. Don't go to the Arctic. Is if you guys would like to go and try to find El Dorado, I'm starting to think there's an El Dorado. Yeah. Golden City? Fountain of Youth? Yeah. Yeah. All folklore is true. I don't, I think that was like a Spanish colonist folklore. I don't think that was like. 
Oh, was it? And I think so. I think they made that up. Yeah, that's like mm. warmer part of the world for sure. No, but I don't even think that was like indigenous people. I think like the Spanish people got there and were like, there's probably gold there's gotta, here. There's got to there's be. There's a golden city. There's got to be some sort of fountain of youth here. There has here. to be a reward for me doing this. This yeah. sucked to get here. <laughs> this sucked. <laughs> that's just Europeans seeing people who age better than them. Being exactly. Like, there must be some sort of fountain of youth here. <laughs> It's not because we haven't invented sunscreen yet. Right. It's like all these people, all these people in this new place are like taller and healthier and stronger than us. It must be magic. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, cousin wife? Why do they look better than us? <laughs> Why are they so healthy? <laughs> Should we do number four? Let's do it. Yeah. Number four. Number four uh, comes to us from BBC News, and this was sent to us by Bussy Galore. Thank you. Um, so this is the story of a, a Spanish bishop who has uh, resigned. Um, he resigned last month. And when he resigned, there were no further details provided. But now uh, the truth has come to light. Um, so this is a guy that uh, had to leave the, the, the priesthood because he fell in love with a woman who writes satanic erotic fiction. That um, classic story. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, I guess if you're a priest, that is like the taboo, right? The number one one is like Satan's sexy. And then you definitely can't say that. <laughs> you definitely aren't allowed to do that. Um, he was seen as a rising star in Spain's Catholic Church. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he was like... And now on- something <laughs> else is rising. He was on the cover of like, they have like a, a Catholic, Spanish Catholic Church is like an XXL like cover of like the, the class of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the XXL freshman of the Catholic Church. Yeah, he's doing a cipher. They just do a sermon yeah. in like an empty warehouse. <laughs> just they're it's, all in like, they're all like rap squatting investments on the yeah, cover. They're doing prayer hands, but it's totally unironic. Yeah. yeah, it's regional too. They have like, like the Vatican squad. They're like yeah. Rome and then like <laughs> Rome versus everybody. Um, and all other priests are like, well, this guy, he's just really good at networking. He's not like a good <laughs> right, priest. Right, yeah. Yeah. He's not real. He's not a real priest. He's not like, you know, and like his parents like, get, bought a bunch of indulgences. Right. And now he's here. His can't real name believe, is Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe he got a manager. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is so stupid. We still talk like, about rap. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't they go to JFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was trying to switch it over. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he's passed at the Vatican. It's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I feel like this riff is basically what the young Pope is. Have you ever seen that show? It's this basically. It's yeah, he XXL just smokes priest. a lot, right? He smokes a lot, and it's like very, uh, it's shot all cool, and he's like sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sexy. That's he's it. He's like real um, sexy. Young Pope. Yeah. Uh, so I would have been like, hell yeah, man, get your shit, go have your freaky Satan sex, but he's also like, I mean, not that surprisingly, considering he's a rising star in the Catholic Church. But uh, not a big fan of uh, LGBT rights, this weird Spanish bishop. So you know what? Well, you know, if he likes Satan, but not LGBT rights, that's like maybe a little bit, uh, no pun intended, damning. Yeah. He's he's fetishizing Satan. I think we found the first ever uh, religious uh, hypocrite. (laughs) Yes. The first one in history. Religious hypocrite discovered. (laughs) Well, it never says what kind of Satan sex this is, so maybe he's still maybe maybe that would be his that would be his too far. Where he's like, "Whoa, 
I'm all for Satan sex, but that's what's so crazy. Because like, if you're like Satan it's sex with a woman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satan sex for sure is like things are going in your butt if it's Satan sex. So like, you can't. I feel like that's you shouldn't be able to put things in your butt as a man and also be homophobic. I don't think those now, two see, things can, he might be can coexist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Satan's not even like allowed to do missionary, probably. No, right? I mean, it's missionary. Yeah. It's to it's to civilize yeah. people. I mean, she it's just to... writes the book. She just writes the stuff. It doesn't mean she like does the stuff, to be fair. Usually people who write the stuff very much do not do the stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's how did they fall in love? Like, did he read the books and then, you know, reach out? Or like, did they meet somewhere and then she's like... Okay, I, this is really awkward. Look, to I'm tell just like you a boring lady because I know you're a priest, but I also do write satanic erotic fiction. It's uh, I, I think he may have just like met her randomly. I don't know. He said he was looking for a job in the Barcelona a- area, or no, he, that's his now. I think that that is like they didn't want to say it, but that clearly seems to be like he found these stories or something. Because I don't know how yeah. else they would have met. Right. She is a, and she sounds like just like like. Divorce Sylvia Caballol, uh, psychologist and erotic novelist. Uh, we've got. She sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, this guy's, you know, uh, his their, her books include things such as the Hell of Gabriel's Lust. I don't know if they, that's the Archangel, perhaps someone else. That's Tilda Swinton and Constantine going nuts. Um, and the trilogy. So she's got a trilogy called Amnesia. Uh, and this is not. Based on this, there's a blurb from one of her things. This does not sound like kind of like casual. Uh, the blurb promises a journey into sadism, madness, and lust as a right. struggle between good and evil, God and Satan, with a plot to shake one's values and religious beliefs. So it sounds like she's a good writer because this guy Because it worked, yeah. yeah. I mean, blurbs are not the most reliable. No, story. but there's evidence. <laughs> it works. Patty comes out against blurbs. Yeah. A strong anti-blurb stance from uh, anti-blurb. Uh, what if these were just like James Patterson, like beach reads, but they just happen to be like you know, yeah. like Gabriel wants to have sex with Lucifer or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess the, uh, the the priest is like, I like him because the chapters are two pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I left... can get through one in an afternoon. Okay. Yeah. He left the church to marry Clive Cussler. That's what he's doing. Right, right. <laughs> he's going to crank off to Dirk Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, and like we said, uh, boo to him uh, for views that he holds, uh, but whatever, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he really summed it up. Summed it Thank up. you. His change of heart has prompted grumblings within the church, so there's that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, do, <laughs> I do think it's like uh, pretty impressive of him to leave, I, or was he forced out? He might have been forced out. No, he resigned, he but I think you don't really have... I think it's that's definitely like a, we're going to fire you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to like have a girlfriend or wife, yeah, they're like, you're out of here. That yeah, alone, you that's not you're allowed. not allowed to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of noble of him to like put a, you know, leave his career as a rising star in the Catholic Church. Like, that's not a bad thing to be. Hope uh, it works out. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. Now he, he's, he's given up his platform, which he could have used to push conversion therapy, which is one of his things. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, it, the quote from is he's like, I've fallen in love and I want to do things properly, which is like, that's usually what you say when you like 
get someone pregnant. Right, yeah. It's not what you say. You're like, well, I have to leave the church if I want to have Satan sex with my... She's pregnant with divorcee a divorcee lady. The, the baby from the omen. For sure, it's yeah. an antichrist if she's pregnant. No question. So, yeah. Or end of days. Take your pick. Any of them. Well, they're all the same baby. They're all Satan, right? They're all the antichrist. Yeah, well... Same no, baby. no. Robin, I think sometimes they're a demon. In end of days, she's a she's supposed to be getting impregnated by Satan, and then that's where the, mm. the Antichrist comes from. Yeah, Robin Tunney. <laughs> Robin, yeah, Tunney. Later on, the Mentalist, I believe. Oh. Yes, so. I know, I know oh, all about her. Is, uh, yeah, she's the other. She's not Simon Baker on the Mentalist. Yes, right. yep. <laughs> I don't know any of the characters' names on that show, but I know who they all are. I watched every single episode. I don't know anyone's name. I don't even think yeah. I know the mentalist's name. Like, his name's the mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> if not that, it's Simon Baker. Yep. <laughs> I feel like someone in the mentalist could call him Simon Baker and it wouldn't take me it out would, of it. Yeah, <laughs> it would not. It would not. And honestly, they did so many episodes of that goddamn show, it probably happened. Honestly, more yeah. shows should just do that. Just make the yeah. character name the same as the actor's name. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to do that. It's like, fine. Just call, you know, whatever. Thank God. Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. You're just Bruce. <laughs> it could be a different last name. I don't care. But it just, should always be the same. Who cares? Well, what yeah. if you have like a really weird name? Just complete collapse of our art in general. Who cares? cares? Make it the same name. <laughs> yeah. What? You're Jackie Chan. I'm Man, tired of on. pretending. He, he often is Jackie, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of pretending. It's just like, I just, just stop lying to me. I don't, I'm tired yeah. of being lied to. Like, who, who do you think is going to win the martial arts tournament? I don't know. Probably Bruce Lee. <laughs> I see that Bruce Lee is entered. Yeah. You know, like when I'm talking about something, I usually will just name the, the actor's name anyway. So let's just cut it out. <laughs> Yeah, let's get rid of it. Yeah. No more I- you IMDB. That? Sorry. You hear that? People making art? Yeah. Knock it off. How Knock many names it off. am I supposed to remember? Make it easier for me. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting rapidly aging to the point where I'm calling shows the wrong name or something. <laughs> like how my yeah. grandparents used to call it uh, either Steinfeld or Seinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah, that show about good. a piano manufacturer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Steinway? Yeah. Yes. I think I talked about this on the show, but a while ago, my mom. Um, Kept, she kept telling me about a movie she watched uh, that was directed by Christopher Waits. And she was like, it's so good. Christopher Waits. He's so great. He starred in it. It was amazing. And it took me like a month to realize that it was Christoph Waltz. <laughs> she, <laughs> she just kept calling him Christopher Waits. Did she work at Ellis Island? I was Island? Say, like, <laughs> super. That she's, she, uh, Ellis Island was just populated by white moms. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Christopher Waits, welcome. <laughs> Christopher Waits for no man. <laughs> All right, let's do number three. Number three. Uh, number three, I believe, comes to us from one uh, Patrick Monahan in the Discord, I believe. Um, it is from Argentina, and uh, it's another heartwarming animal story. Um, so is this very well-known gated community in Argentina called Nordelta. And it's like, uh, you know, it's like a country club. It's like amazing big houses and super landscaped architecture and like man-made lakes. And it's, it's beautiful. Mm. Um, unfortunately, uh, it is built on over wetlands, which uh, yes. always this is good. just Florida. This is Florida. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, we are talking about Florida. Um, this is the Florida of Argentina. Too. Just horrific humidity. Good yeah, stuff. in a swamp, in a swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unfortunately, because of this, nature is reclaiming Nord Delta in the form of a gang of capybaras. 
Capybaras, if you don't know, they're the adorable little guys. They kind of look like a combination between like a guinea pig and a beaver, I would say. That's um, right. Yeah, that's pretty good. They're extremely cute and good. And uh, they're very chill. They're very chill. You can pet them, although you might get a disease. I've looked into it because I want to pet one very much. <laughs> <laughs> they have, yeah. You might get what's known as capybara madness. <laughs> as they I say, think I already have, for capybaras. I think I already have capybara madness because yeah. I want to pet one. She has psychosomatic capybara madness. <laughs> Yes. Long haul capybara madness. <laughs> we exist. We exist. Um, yeah. So these capybaras, they're. Uh, I have, sorry. <laughs> I have long haul diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, diarrhea long hauler. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chronic. Yeah. Um, so like uh, this is I feel like this is another example of indigenous people being correct because indigenous people used to eat these and then um, you know Argentina was was sort of colonized and and people stopped eating them and uh, thus they are now coming back with a vengeance to terrorize the uh, residents of this fancy gated community. <laughs> I love imagine the indigenous people are like pleading with them like you have to eat them. <laughs> You have to eat as many as you they can. Fuck constantly. Trust us. You have to kill them at least. You need to Otherwise, be eating. There will be too many. Two to three a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way. You have to. It's yeah. It's some like weird intersection of like like knowing what 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 is overpopulated, but also refusing to like waste any of like. So they're like, <laughs> you do have to kill three a day, and you have to eat. All of it. <laughs> the only thing you get to eat. Yeah, then Your you, clothes then you can are have... just f- fully made of copybara pelts because you can't. You have to Once use you it eat all. all three. Then you can have dessert. Yeah, just like just like the indigenous people tell the concept. Like three, okay, three more bites. Three more bites. Okay, give me three more bites. Yeah, that would be pretty comfy. Probably capybara. All capybara. I think they're everything. like pretty waterproof and stuff too. I feel yeah. like it'd be pretty good. I don't know if good. Very, their fur is very silky though. It it's like not. It's kind of sticky. Also, like, uh, like sticks out. If I remember correctly, they are kind of smelly. If I remember right, stinky. A little stinky, from what I remember. But uh, it's like wearing ferret. <laughs> like it is a little this like is real wearing... ferret. Like yeah, I can tell <laughs> <laughs> why it smells like piss. It's a little. <laughs> That's why you suddenly grew that ponytail. <laughs> No, the ponytail guys all get mad if you wear ferret. That's They're true. like, you killed yeah. my, my son. <laughs> I can hear their screams. <laughs> That's just how they are all the time. They're yeah. just always screaming. Yeah. It doesn't have to do yeah. with being skinned. Um, but yeah, so uh, people in Argentina have sort of taken up these capybaras as, uh, you know, a left populist symbol of resistance against uh, the rich people. Yeah, the shock troops and the in the class war exactly yeah 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 yeah. i was gonna say this is like you know nature like reclaiming capybaras are definitely kind of like the ambassadors you know these are like the nice before you get like these would be like the kind angels before they send the ones that are like wheels of fire right yeah yeah, just melting your eyes out the capybaras coming to this place are like they they precede like the gators or something Mm. you know what i mean like yeah the locusts are next yeah Yeah. If you don't, and and the solution is you have to eat them. Yeah. They're coming in, going, eat me, please yeah. eat me. That's left out of the story of Passover. There was one warning day where it was just a couple capybaras where they were like, rethink this. 
We start with capybaras. Yeah, or they, that's how they trick you. They get in and they look cute, and you're like, oh, these guys aren't so bad, and then they're horrifying. Yeah. That's like, uh, it's, from, it's like the sequel to Ender's Game for anybody who has, uh, with the piggies, anybody. We're deep in, anybody we're deep out in, there. I'm like learning how, so much about what Patty likes to read on this episode. It's still young adult fiction. Yeah. <laughs> we're deep in the young adult fiction game. Yeah. But yeah, uh... So I, people like people have already like really hated this community. They feel like it's like very emblematic of, of you know everything. It's emblematic of here when these gated communities exist. So uh, I guess good for the capybaras. I mean, like you said, they're not like a problem. They're just like eating everyone's grass. And right, stuff they're like making and, like, their grass uneven. Right. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're really like doing that much. But there are a lot of them, and they you know they poop and they smell and. Um, Hell, who doesn't? Who <laughs> doesn't? Exactly. Yeah. It's, so good for them. And it's perfect, too, because they can't really get that mad because people are always like, but they're so cute. They're so like, cute. It's like kind of like, damn it. Shove them with a broom. <laughs> Those videos of them sitting in the little steam baths. Oh, yeah. There's oh, all yeah. the little oranges and, and then it's like occasionally one will just decide to jump in. Yeah. Jump in the water. Very good. Just having a full fucking studio Ghibli weekend. Just Yeah. They look extremely unbothered. That's like their like default. Very position. peaceful looking. Yeah. Very like what they have like wisdom. Yeah. In their face. Which is amazing because they're probably extremely dumb because they're rodents, which I don't think are very smart. Yeah. They're smart. They in have very limited ways. Yeah. To, to take a, a, a patty tweet uh, pattern. Or, or thing they have very greetings traveler vibes. Yeah. Yes. Very greetings weary traveler vibes. Yes. They have yeah. some, they have some wares maybe that yeah, might be perhaps some wares. They sell you the little yuzus from their bath. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and that restores uh to MP? 10 HP. Yeah. I was going to say HP. Well, it's like a low level. It's not really useful. It's borderline like disagree. Why, why even have it? you don't even want to have it in your inventory cuz it doesn't really help you. <laughs> Once but like a cute a animal level. gave it to you, so yeah. you kind of want to keep it. Yeah, it's like the candy in Secret of Mana. It's like it's not; it doesn't restore enough yeah. health to be. Worth if you it. get rid of it, you don't get the good ending. You gotta get that chocolate at least. Mm-hmm. Young adult fiction and Japanese RPGs. It's Kath's favorite episode <laughs> of all Kath time. Kath is in hell. <laughs> Guess what, Kath? We're all dead. <laughs> I died. I got hit by the subway on the way here. Everything is. I briefly, uh, I got to the gates of heaven before this when I ate King Suvlaki and it was delicious. And then now I'm in hell. Yeah. New, guy who's new to New York does, who thinks you're supposed to wait for the subway on the tracks getting really mad. Like, well, okay, where am I supposed to stay at? I don't know. Where is it? He sounds like a New York guy already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He adapted so not, quickly. Not a good impression. Yeah. Guy who already sounds like that who just moved to New York. Not clear. Yeah. Oh, Times Square. I love it. Like, where? How, how, why do you sound like this? I'm yeah. also imagining um, guy who thinks you wait at the turnstile for the train. That's like a type of guy. It's very funny to me. Just Trains here is fumbling. Yeah. She's like, I thought this was like a roller coaster, and this was like the checkpoint to get on the train. He's trying to strap himself into the turnstile. <laughs> the speed at which that guy would be disabused of that notion by somebody being like. Like, he would be trampled to move. death. Yeah. He'd be trampled to death. <laughs> yeah, just zero to what is this asshole doing? On like, if somebody stops for like a second in front yeah. of you, less guy guy who thinks he's supposed to wait in the glass booth with the person in there <laughs> trying to get in. I mean, like, there's something Let about there's something about having to do anything around here that does like like I've driven around here a, a little bit more recently and like you're behind somebody and they stop for like a second less than a second it's like this 
fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Learn how to drive. And it's like, okay, maybe I need to dial it back a little bit. I don't know why I'm so... But it's just like something like possesses you and turns you into that person. Yeah. You're, you're a road rage man. I feel like there is something there. like... There, there's something in some people that it is like it's a switch where but, it's like you're totally normal outside of driving. And yeah, then driving but like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, even, of, yeah. I'm not even though because I'm somebody who like can't even find the horn fast enough to honk when I'm pissed off. Like mm-hmm. you know, so like I'm not like a road rage person because I don't. I, it's never like anything that like it's if it's road rage, it's just like building a tumor inside my yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's internalized. internalized. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a danger to anyone. Sure, yeah. You're never so gonna like, blow up. I at just anybody. get like annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I feel like I'm, I've always been, um, especially with walk. I'm a very fast walker and I get very impatient with people who like walk slow and I've always been that way. And I feel like I have moved to like the only place where I can function in society where that is like allowed, yeah. where you're allowed to just like be a huge asshole to anyone who is in your way. Yeah. It's very yeah. nice. Like the classic Facebook group. I want to punch slow walking people in the back of the head or yep. whatever that was. It had like, <laughs> 300 million members or whatever it's like okay great great group it's there's some people it's like the road rage thing i feel like it's just a a genetic predisposition to like not being able to be patient when someone is in your way and i have it it's Um, like look i don't cars in new york have the energy (laughs) cars in new york have the energy of like you were allowed to hit other people until yesterday, and everyone's still mad about yes, it. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, everybody is like having a tantrum all the well, time. You, you also have like goldfish memory about what it's like to walk versus what it's like yes, to drive. Yeah. yeah. So the second you're doing the other one, everyone else is yeah. an asshole. And the second that you're on the other side, the other side, yeah. everyone else is an asshole. And it's also like everyone is so mad all the time. And because of the structure of New York, you are never moving more than 60 feet at a time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally like the old, did you ever play the little board game Rush Hour where the yes. cars, everyone is in that game and furious that they're not out of the game quick enough. Yeah. It's like, I gotta move the cars, man. I gotta move them around. Yeah. No. It's like every street has, a, there's a stoplight every block and the speed limit is 30 miles an hour and it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a nightmare. It's designed to like make you insane. <laughs> Just to drive you completely crazy. Yeah. New York City, baby. We love it. (laughs) Let's do the next one. Number two. Number two. uh, This comes to us from uh, Katie Buchner. Um, And uh, this is from Russia. They're back to their old tricks. uh, Releasing the emails. No, that's not what's happening. Um, So there was a there's an election in Russia that's happening. Um, Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, yeah. There's an election. In and get Soviet this. Russia, election <laughs> votes you. Tampers you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. now they're having an election? <laughs> what? Yeah. So the guy that this story is about is part of the opposition. So how do you think this is going to go for Boris Vishnevsky? going to be treated very fairly. <laughs> yep. He's going to have a great time. I think he's going to win. Yeah. He's going to do well. You always do well when the, you know, you're in a, a really equitable state when one party is just called the opposition. Yeah. Like, that's always good. Yeah. It really means there's a free exchange of ideas going on. Yeah. Anytime there's like, you know, usually it's a lot harder to run for office when you have to have a tester for all of your food because of the yeah. democracy they do. No, being in the opposition, like you might as well just like call your political party the Washington Gen- uh, Generals. Washington Generals. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit, is that the real one or not? <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters, the Harlem Globetrotters slipping team. poison into people's <laughs> fucking food. 
Is that polonium? Yeah. A political intrigue Harlem Globetrotters. They're just like they're just like shredding documents. Yeah. And like... It's a highly radioactive basketball that they chest pass to the opposition. <laughs> they have to immediately go to the hospital. They sell it. They trick them into a celebration and give them exploding cigars. It's all. There should be more exploding cigars. I feel like, was that ever a real thing outside of cartoons that you could give somebody? That seems way too dangerous. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I, maybe I, in like, because like the, like joy buzzers used to like actually like hurt. Electrocute you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's possible that in those days. Yeah. Yeah. About those gummed mousetraps. Look, we don't need to get into prank culture right now. <laughs> um, so that's the thing that's funny to me about this story, especially because it's like, okay, there's a guy in Russia. He's trying to get elected. He's part of the opposition. It's not going to be normal. It's not just going to be like, well, we'll see how the votes fall. But what I would assume they do is what they usually do, which is just rig it. But instead they went for this. (laughs) So he's a little upset because this month he learned that he will be running against two opponents who have his exact same name, first and last, and the same facial hair as him. In their portraits. They just, I think they just got bored of rigging it. And they're just like, let's do something fun this time. Yeah. So he looks into it. He's looking to renew his seat in St. Petersburg's Legislative Assembly. Um, He's accused the authorities of fielding spoiler candidates. Um, There's some evidence to support his claim. One of them being that... Oh, word? There's evidence (laughs) to support that claim? That's not just an insane coincidence? (laughs) One of them being that before this... Neither of those guys were named Boris Vishnevsky and their facial hair was different. (laughs) So they both changed their entire name and then got his beard. I wonder what their rationale was. I hope it's like, no, there's this restaurant in town where if your name's Boris Vishnevsky, you get to eat for free. Like one of those, like, no, I got it tattooed on me to win a contest. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, Kath, the two other candidates could not be reached for comment. Can Uh, you believe it? I can't believe it. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's like, I saw something on Twitter really bumming me out of some guy that got a little Caesars tattoo and then kept tweeting at them to try to get like, like <laughs> after so he got the tattoo no. and little Caesars was like, cool. <laughs> 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 he was like, please give me free pizza. And they were like, nice tattoo. <laughs> it's like, pizza, pizza. Sorry, man. Service cutting out. <laughs> yeah. That is devastating. Sorry. Pick not loading. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't get service in here in the little seasons where I work. <laughs> Going into a tunnel. It's Getting like, a fucking tattoo little seat. Like I'm not, I if I'm off, I'm off by like three letters. The response was literally cool. And oh man. That's wow. Uh yeah. Like what's yeah. Your You're off by three letters, they actually just called him a cuck and then blocked him. <laughs> it was cool with uh three more O's. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Neat. It, was, what's it your, was cool with a period after it. Yeah. What's Just, your influencer budget? <laughs> no. Hello? Hello. <laughs> Cutting out. We're not talking on the phone. <laughs> Sorry, I can't about? hear you. I, 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 it's like post like posting, <laughs> posting that. vowels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Vishnevsky has filed a complaint that they aren't allowed to change their names to his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the language I mean, of the complaint. It's true that like there's nothing that like it's there probably is nothing in the election law that like that, like this is within the rules. Well, the complaint was rejected, right? I mean, but it probably because, legitimately because they have different middle names. 
did he like file to get the middle initial on the ballot? No, that's they just it. said no. You guys have different middle names. It's fine. Because <laughs> then, like, because then, you, then your election becomes like vote for R. Like, like, like yeah. focus on the R. Don't worry about the name. Like, it's just the R that you have to focus on. That's my middle initial. <laughs> and then, yeah. So the, the Central Election Commission chief, she said the incident was an embarrassment and an outrage. Um, but she said they would still be able to do it. <laughs> and then she proposed making the two candidates submit new photographs. But then they didn't change any of the photographs. <laughs> They're just like, oh, no, what happened? This seems I, fine, though. This thing I'm allowing to happen is an outrage. I mean, just thi- waving them through. Yeah. I this mean, is unconscionable. I mean, the picture is, is really like, you know, I mean, I, do they have political parties on the ballot? Like, like it seems like there'd be other ways to differentiate yourself. Yeah. It's like, the ob- opposition is a big skull and cross. Right. Like, obviously, it's, yeah, like, it's, you know, nonsense, you know, that they're doing it. But, like. Yeah, wow. This is, I mean, because there's stuff that's been going on here that's like weird, like uh, people with like a, you know, uh, FedEx Kinko's like uh, mailbox that are like funding a campaign for somebody who doesn't even know they're running for office for like a Florida state yeah. Senate yeah, seat yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. just to siphon votes away from the Democrat or, or what, you know, that it's all there because they're kind of bullshit like that. But this is the next level. And it's like, yeah, you get somebody. I wonder if it would. Mm. I don't know if they'd be able to stop it here. I mean, yeah. you would have to yeah. say at least what, what political party you were probably on the ballot, you know, but yeah. if you get the signatures yeah. and all that stuff, you probably couldn't change your name like right before the election. But if you like change your name and like ran during like the, you know, run if you the got election, the signatures as that name, right. and, like you did all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. That's Just insane. Guy who looks like Colonel Sanders being like, I'm Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, spoiler like, candidates like, definitely change my name. You know, maybe the judge, maybe like, you know, there are there are reasons that you wouldn't you cannot be allowed to change your name. I think like legally, like yeah. whoever like has to decide can like stop you. And if it's like clearly like a weird, but people just yeah. do all kinds of stupid shit all the time. So yeah. I can't imagine it's you know. That's I learned from um, Tom Sharpling's book, which I uh, read over last weekend. It was very good. Yeah, um, it's a great book. That you can't have your LLC have someone else's name in it without asking because right. he wanted to name his LLC Billy Joel Sucks LLC. And they were like, you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right to publicity and stuff. I mean, if he changed his name to Billy Joel, he could probably do it. That's the, <laughs> It's like with trademarks, too. If you change your name to like, like nobody can, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. Wrestlers do that a lot, I think. Probably. So that like they, so, no, WWE so like, can't like. Yeah, so they can't own their, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's That's like the closest to like old demon rules. It's like, if you find yeah. out my real name, you can sue me. <laughs> <laughs> old oh, demon no. rules. We play by demon rules yeah. here I go back Russia. to the I go back to the mirror dimension, a.k.a. have to deal with a civil judgment against me. <laughs> I mean, that pa- kind of is a mirror dimension. <laughs> right, yeah. It is. Playing parallel universe. Pick up basketball game. Oh, I get the ball first, but he chose demon rules. <laughs> oh, no. Now you have to, it's horse, but we spell out your true name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, should we do number one? Number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Oh, it's me. <laughs> this Story number one, number one is, is calf. <laughs> <laughs> yep, totally making you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. Kath Barbadoro. What's her deal? Um, no, number one this week is from NC Hammer in the Discord. Um, <laughs> says we have all concluded that this is like a totally bitchy thing to do, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I'm going to be a minority voice on this. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we have some dissent. So, um, there was a, a wedding in Ontario, um, 
and the the groom surprised this makes it extra bad to me the groom surprised his wife with it um so the the woman getting married in uh in toronto was her best friend lives in england so because of covid and everything she couldn't come to the wedding which was very sad everyone was you know the the wife was was really uh you know bummed out by this because she was going to be her bridesmaid and everything so um her new husband uh surprised her at the ceremony uh with a hologram speech from this bridesmaid in england so not a zoom not a you know not a skype not a call in a full-on like Coachella style hologram it's of like her. Princess Leia. Princess I, I, I Leia. I absolutely yes. heard that in like Alan Iverson's voice. You're like, not a Zoom, not a Zoom. <laughs> practice. Yeah, practice. <laughs> so the woman to me, there's a picture of her and she looks like a, uh, like a ghost. She's wearing a long white dress, which is already very rude at a wedding. Yeah, that's really a cherry on top especially if you're appearing as a hologram like talk about stealing thunder i mean you've just been tupac do we know if that's the dress the bridesmaids are wearing for maybe it's not actually white maybe it's like a weird like periwinkle or something because it's princess leia so it looks like black and white kind of i don't know Mm -hmm. i can't see any other bridesmaids in this uh in this picture of the hologram so i'm not sure anything even close to white is like weird well it's just a weird unforced error if that's what you chose to wear uh and this otherwise nice gesture um i mean that's so well known i don't think you even call it an error like i think if you go into a store and you're like i'm gonna be a bridesmaid and you choose a white dress even the person in the store would be like you sure are you sure like i mean people do off-white and stuff i don't think it's that crazy i think it's i think it's more like extremely verboten to choose yourself to wear a white dress i don't think it's like that weird to have bridesmaids in white but also as patty pointed out this woman looks like jessica chastain she is gorgeous and like i personally think showing up to any wedding when you look like jessica chastain is like rude it's a little rude you at least (laughs) have to like clear it with everyone it's like Is it going to be okay if I'm like the most beautiful person anyone has ever seen yeah. at this wedding? You like, got at least do like a uh, pre she's all that makeover style, like you know, do, yeah, do like look really ugly. By which I mean, have glasses and uh, wear like a flannel shirt. Yeah, wear you overalls wear, with paint on them. <laughs> you got Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. And you have to wear a Groucho Marx disguise. Hair in a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, just disgusting to look at. Horrible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I will say the the these people are obviously like very rich from what I can tell. I mean, I don't think a hologram is like something any of us could set up. I'm pretty sure it's like pretty expensive. Yeah. Maybe to the do. tech is coming down in price. In Maybe case, we can all have our own. Um, sounds you very know, funny. Tupac. I'm going to get an Instagram ad for it like tomorrow. Like, <laughs> cheap hologram. Finally, we worked for three years to make it affordable and then it's still like eight billion dollars it's you get it off wish and it's like haunted (laughs) (laughs) oh this isn't a they're like it's a hologram of a person who lived a hundred years ago and you're like that sounds like a ghost and they're like it's a ghost sorry we lied it's a hologram machine that can only produce one hologram (laughs) and all it does is ask to be freed i'm (laughs) sorry i keep recording to talk and it just all it keeps doing is talking about how i'm gonna die (laughs) it's like one of those sky mall like zombie statues where it's like hologram of man in chains <laughs> sky mall loves selling like the zombie in the garden thing. yeah dude they yeah they think it, that is the height of the comedy to them. Thing ever. i would love to see one of those in real life i feel like maybe like 
that would fit in like Ludacris's weird house that looked like a swamp. It's like we're, it's like we're too cool to have a gnome, okay? We have, <laughs> right. a zombie, we have an epic zombie. But don't get us wrong. We still have bad taste. <laughs> yeah. Just because we don't want a gnome doesn't mean that we are restrained uh, in could, our lawn I decoration. like a gnome. I could see I actually, one of those like, I, suit, yeah. I, love, I like a gnome. I love a flamingo. Yeah, sure. I think oh, a yeah. flamingo is great. Yeah. I don't, I love a gnome. Uh, I love a flamingo. Do not like a pe- little peeing boy silhouette. You don't I don't like, like, like that. Boys? No. They're usually a fountain, though. That's fun. If it's like a fountain, I'm okay with it. I'm talking about like the silhouette. Have you ever seen those? People put them up like on trees. It's just like a little dick? It's like, no, it's like a just the back of a guy. I don't peeing. like when they put faces on trees. Oh, I don't, I don't like, like that, that either. at all. Mm-mm. Not into that. Also, the jockeys. Yeah, that's another sky mall thing. It's like, hey, there's these eyes you can stab into your tree and then it looks like a end. Yeah, that's, that's not awful. Good. These are all like Lord of the Rings wedding people stuff, I feel like. Mm. You're going to make know. a tree look like an N. It's like, that's the most boring part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, tree beard? I get that it's supposed to be slow, but it's slow. <laughs> these lovely. guys it just looks don't, so cool, though. They just don't get it. Yeah. Take too long. There's going to be no world for anybody. Was that, was that the slow part this of the Patty, four hour movie for Patty, you? That's right. <laughs> Patty in his car behind an ant, losing yeah. his mind. Come on. <laughs> a third of the movie is them running over a hill, and then they start talking to trees, and you're like, can we fucking speed this up? Can you fucking ask to Isengard? <laughs> Sick of this. <laughs> God. More long dinners. Come on. Just stuck at the red light. Or, or the light turns green and it's like it's got his blinker on to go right to Isengard and it's just sitting there. And it's like, come He's on! Stuck behind an ent- oh, Jesus. <laughs> Keep trying to pass him. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, I, I will say I think this hologram thing is uh, I mean, yeah, it's obviously somebody who has access to a little bit of fancier means than like a Zoom or whatever. The picture of them looks exactly like... Uh, Carly Kloss and the Kushner that she's married to. Like, that is that is exactly what they look like. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uncanny. Carly Kloss married to Kushner? Mm-hmm. That explains why she dropped off the map, I guess. <laughs> what map? Like, well, she was like... Eli, had, Eli has a map. <laughs> she was like a big activist type person. She was friends with Taylor Swift. Oh, she still is. It's not, it, doesn't com- it doesn't conflict at all. <laughs> <laughs> she's over it, actually, so you should be, too. <laughs> she's fine with it. Um... Yeah, but, no, I mean, but they've put out statements that are like, for the last time, we've tried, okay? Yeah. You know, like, She's married to Joshua Kushner. Yeah. yeah. We've tried to make less money. It's impossible. <laughs> Have you seen these loopholes? I just Googled Carly Kloss, and the first question that is very funny to me is, does Carly Kloss really code? Because she was, oh, yeah, she was, she like, was yeah, an yeah, ad where she... she yeah. uh, <laughs> did like coding stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Very good. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw her. I, I saw her. I probably have told the story. I saw her one time. She was, is six foot two. Yeah, I was walking. Yeah. I was walking back from work. I was walking up like Hudson Street in like kind of in the village, and uh, um, like I just looked up and she was there, and I had like a legitimate like fear response. Yeah, that was like the. <laughs> And it was, like, it was oh no a statuesque I, beautiful yeah, I was woman like running away like like if a like a manhole cover blew off in the street or something like something <laughs> like you know just get me out of here it's not yeah that was my that was yeah, my yeah just this is like evolutionarily like my body this is, is like a thing that's like it's like here. a praying mantis that's gonna like cut yeah. my head off or whatever <laughs> that's how you I, I saw like a like a model in um like the east village and did the same thing i reacted like it's like when like a vampire takes their hood off. I was like, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> so maybe that's who knows what that does to self esteem. Where they're like, 
everyone tells me I'm beautiful, but every time I make eye contact with someone, they shriek. Well, there's <laughs> obviously also, yeah, I mean, this is just like types of self-esteem where there's like the scuzziest guy in the world could be like, hey, hey what are you doing? Yeah, you know, totally. It's like, I'm not going to, are you kidding me right now? But yeah. it is, I mean, it is, if you look like that, um, there is no hope of anyone treating you like a regular person. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, has to be a real mind fuck. Like, even if it's like, obviously being a very beautiful woman seems like it could be pretty fun in a lot of ways. Yeah. It also, I think, could very likely drive you insane. That's, yeah, that's, that's what people were saying back when there was that thing that, like, Taylor Swift's on 4chan and, like, that sort of shit. I was like, oh, yeah, you could... people were just screaming at me. <laughs> this yeah. never happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think on the bride beat... On like, the bride beat. Um, bride beat. Yeah, not a great... Not a great combination of words, honestly. <laughs> it's like the old Wonder Shows and where they're like, beat kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, Those the, segments are so good, by the way. Dude, God, somebody, that show is awesome. It's so great. Yeah, somebody posted one of the things that they were doing that was like clearly satire and it was like, it was like we're better together. But then the representations of each were just like very heavy stereotypes, you know? <laughs> and then people were like, can you believe they made this in 1995 or whatever? Or like, whatever It's like Wonder 2005. Shows. It's yeah, like not but even it was that like, old. can you believe that We've come so far since 2005. I was like, no, this was satire when they made it. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. This isn't from like Pepsi or something. Um, I mean, I get like, like it is nice and it's good that the husband like figured it out and was like, oh, we're going to make a way for her. To, but I still feel like this, a hologram would cost so much and take so much planning and stuff that it's like, I feel like it would be so complicated. It would have impaired his ability to help with like the rest of the way <laughs> like she was like i don't know what you're fucking doing with all these but we crystals need to choose flower arrangements <laughs> I, so, I, like, think, I think there's just like a like a place in london she just service, like went to like a room yeah. and they just like booked it or whatever but yeah. she probably had to do it in like the middle of the night because like obviously they're ahead yeah um and also like I, i'm loving the idea of like her doing this and her speech just sucks just like total just like <laughs> the most like generic bridesmaid speech you know or maid of honor congratulations speech. Just like, i love you so much yeah, it's just like my name is man for those of you, you who don't, don't know me you know just like <laughs> this st- and just like beat for beat the exact same speech about like you know how they got in trouble in middle school or whatever and all that stuff and it's just like and the, the groom's just like well there it is we did it uh we got we couldn't miss that um but I, they had like a yeah. zoom, they had like a zoom chat after that right because she wasn't like the hologram wasn't live that was like a recorded thing right uh i don't know I think I think so. I think it was a recorded yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, it still places an immense amount of focus on something that isn't the bride. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you like, don't want the stories about your wedding to be. Did you see yeah, the hologram? Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the thing that, that would bother me. And like, I'm not a big... Bridezilla. I don't, I don't really care about <laughs> weddings. That's never been something I've like given much of a shit about. Catzilla. But I, but I think if I were to have a big wedding like this, and the takeaway was not about me getting married or about my marriage or about like my family and was instead about a tech innovation, yeah. I would be bummed out. Like that would that would annoy me. Yeah. The yeah. wedding covered in fast company. Not exactly what you want. <laughs> exactly. Or, or exactly. Things. Like, yeah, there's this is what this news story is about. It's about the hologram. Like our it's wedding's about... blowing up on Dig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the top story on Dig right now. I don't want yeah. that. Hacker News. Yeah. Got a full Kotaku piece on our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I just. I don't know. I mean, she seemed very happy with it, so good for her. If everybody's happy, great. Yes, That's yeah. absolutely. Um, I guess what we're saying is, I guess what I'm saying is, um, if I get married, please do not have 
my friend uh, who is out of the country uh, who can't come do a hologram for me. That would yeah. Do a Tupac it. hologram instead. Get me. I, I, that would Have be alright. Have her do right. the speech as the Tupac hologram. No, yeah. that's bad. <laughs> she no. <laughs> Then people will definitely be talking about your wedding for a reason that isn't mm. you, but also isn't the hologram. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, for our wedding, I was thinking a hip hop theme. It's like, nope, no, 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 no. We won't do that. Oh, yeah. Kind of like an urban wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> should we do plugs? Let's do plugs. Plugs, 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 Patreon.com slash what a time pod. That's the best way to support the show. We got tons of bonus episodes. This week, we're going to be figuring out whether an Australian duck that allegedly says you bloody fool is in fact saying you bloody fool. We got... A Roadhouse commentary track. We got live show video, uh, including our caveat show from last month, as well as uh, Eli's uh, fashion uh, art show, fashion show always, and uh, and the Death Nut Challenge video, which is probably uh, in and of itself worth the price of admission. Us torturing ourselves. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Patreon.com/slash What a Time Pod. We are approaching our goal uh, of 1,300 patrons, after which we'll do a, a Fate of the Furious commentary track. And uh, our next big goal is the 2,000 patrons we're going to do the NFL Combine. Again, that's the way to support the show. If you uh, support a $10 level, you get uh, access to the Discord and um, can submit stories. And then, uh, in general, if you subscribe to the, uh, the Patreon, um, you uh, can get access to the uh, promo code at our store for free shipping as well as discounted tickets, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Patreon.com slash Pod. Um, the store we mentioned, uh, that I mentioned is, uh, what time pod dot Uh, other links to our social stuff in the description. Uh, and, uh, that's it, I think. Um, and, uh, I'm Patty Mo on the stuff. I have a, uh, another podcast that's going right now called not you Guillermo. It's a recap show for, uh, what we do in the shadows this season. And, uh, we're going to have some fun guests to talk about making the show. And, uh, it's with, uh, my co-host Nicole Conlin, who has been on this show, and uh, it's fun. Um, I was also on uh, this week's episode of Fight Island, which is a very fun podcast about hypothetical fights, so that you can just look for that. And uh, that's it for me. I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, an episode that is out on the Patreon now is about um, these guys that... Uh, bought a cruise ship during the middle of the pandemic in order to turn it into a cryptocurrency libertarian seastead utopia. And uh, unfortunately, perhaps unsurprisingly, that did not work out. So check that out. Patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. Um, I have a show this Thursday, September 16th at uh, the aforementioned caveat. If you're in New York, uh, it's called The Setup. It should be really fun. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media and I think that's all I have to plug uh, I have a show that I do with some old friends from College Humor called TV and D where we play D&D as different TV casts we are currently doing Shark Tank this month uh, so you can watch that on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TV and the word end D or you can uh, find it on YouTube as well uh, there's lots of episodes on there I have no shows coming up for now book Eli everybody book this man yeah. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.